Hot 105, as we celebrate the legacy of the late Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, we have Ray Fontroy, who had a first-hand account with Dr. King as a teenager on numerous occasions. The former head of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, which is an organization that Dr. King started for Miami-Dade County, as well as the state of Florida. How are you doing, Mr. Fontroy? Oh, I'm alive and well. Uh, thank you so much, Rodney. It's fitting and proper that we hear the I Have a Dream speech today, but Dr. King had other powerful speeches dealing with economics and social justice. Yes, he had more than a dream. He did have action, and he did, you know, organize our people and it was going very well and uh, not only that he reached out across the Caribbean and, and, and over to Africa to get the melanated people to understand that we are one people and that we must come together and address these issues he knew for a fact that we were under attack not only here in America where the non-melanated people came and took over with their violence at their kill steal and destroy process he, he understood that and that we must organize ourselves in a non-violent way come together and use our natural resources and our God-given rights to save ourselves. You know, that's where he was. And that's how I learned, followed him, and I learned from him personally. You know, I, I was in those meetings at the White House, at the Congress, and at the churches that he would visit when he would come. But he understood that everybody was not on this stage with us and with him. There were those among us who came against us, what we were attempting to do, but he overcame that as well. He's definitely been uh, influential in my entire life. Once I met him and got involved with the SCLC, I've never wavered. I've never left the idea. I did leave the organization, but I did not leave the idea. And as I would always say, listening to Dr. King and following the SCLC, we changed the complexion of the voters and the elected officials in America, but we did not change the condition of our people. We had to take another step. Step, and that's what we're doing. We've organized what we call the People's Grassroots Assembly, which is an organization of our people who have registered to vote and who have voted over and over and over again, but always wind up with the short end of the stick. And it's time to change that, a new way for a new day. To make sure that uh, we bring our people together and educate us on what we have to do. And you being born and raised in Washington, D.C. before moving to Miami, you had a lot of encounters with Dr. King. Well, I was in a meeting with him at New Bethel Baptist church in Washington, D.C. one evening uh, with them and his supporters, who were people from all over our community. I mean, we had doctors, we had lawyers, we had accountants and, and different people who, who had, a, you know, their own perspective on what was going on and how we should support Dr. King and his ideas to make some things happen. One of the accountants in that meeting said, Dr. King, I think we need, this is an economic war that we are involved with, and we need to have, we need to establish economic methods to change this condition. And I believe that's what started the Operation Breadbasket that Dr. King pulled together in an attempt to change the financing, financial condition of our people, to open our own corner stores, begin to finance and support our corner stores. Um, I think it was that year. It may not have been that particular year, but one year he spoke at one of the largest churches there in Washington. And after the, the meeting he came out, I was picking him up along with Arabella Fonte and, and a couple of other people. I don't remember who all was in that car that night, but it was Belafonte. I know my brother was there, myself and somebody else. But Dr. King got in the car after the meeting and he was crying. And Belafonte asked him, well, what, what, what are you crying about, Doc? And um, what he was crying for was that the ministers who were in that meeting had come against him in that meeting. And that was unusual in that we thought we had the right group of people to support the idea for change among our people. And it really hurt Dr. King. It hurt him 
And um, after that, that's when we started the Operation Breadbasket. We started that idea in Chicago and started putting it all together that we, we need to open our own stores, put our money together, support our own people, create our own job in our own community by us, for us. That has been the, my one of my goals. Try to do it here on a number of occasions. But again, if you can't get unity among your people, it's going to be difficult to do anything that's going to make a serious change. I believe that if he were here today, we would be doing a lot more than we are doing as a people. I think that we would be challenging those who have been put in control here. We would understand how they got in power, what they are here for, what they're about. But again, it doesn't matter what they are for, it's what we are for that will make the difference. And if we decide we've had enough of this, then we will organize and we will address it. Ray Fontroy, former head of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference for Miami-Dade County in the state of Florida, now spearheading your own organization. Your first-hand accounts with Dr. King as a youth because you've been around him. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Rodney, for, for what you do, Hot 105, for this community to support your ideas and the ideas that will make a change. Thank you for that.